Greetings to all niggas and bitches. This is Baby Huey and Equipment I Jams and the Equipment I Jams after show. And you are now listening to Not So Living Single by the Holy Free. Welcome to Not Quite Living Single, Not Quite Living Single. (laughs) Uh, This is a carefree black nerd review show covering the ins and outs, ups and downs, loves and hates, situationships and relationships of Living Single, the 90s hit comedy TV show. Uh, Episode 3, which is entitled Not, excuse me. Whose date is it anyway? And I am joined by none other than the wonderful, the incomparable, the amazing Ebony. How are you? Hello. I'm good. (laughs) I'm happy to be here and stuff. (laughs) Good deal. Good deal. Now, this is the third installment of this living single, not quite living single. And I'm so happy to have a guest on. I'm so happy to have a woman on because, you know, I don't get a lot on the show. And with this being Living Single, a show about six people in a brownstone, but mainly four women. I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm excited for this conversation. Um, yeah. So do you want to give out your social medias where people maybe can find you or? Uh, sure. So you can find me on Instagram as ebuggers. <laughs> That is E-B-U-G-G-E-R-S, exactly the way it sounds. Um, And Facebook, Ebony Burroughs. I just kept it simple. All right, all right. Now put those (laughs) in the show notes for anybody who has some follow-up questions for Ebony after this episode. No, okay, so because it's a show and it's a hit show from back in the day, I'm not going to ask you your age. I'm going to leave that alone. What I will do, however, is I don't ask mind you. giving my age. Oh, I don't okay. mind telling. Well, go ahead then. You get, okay, well, with that being said, when did you first remember Living Single? Like, did you watch it live? Was it in syndication? or? Um, I watched it live. Um, so I think I was in... I think I was in high school when it first came out. Okay, okay. Was it like 92? 93, 90, 93 to 97? 93 yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah, was... so 93, I was in, I was a sophomore. Okay, in high school, okay, so yeah. okay. That's what's up. Now, did you watch it and then in that little block where they had Living Single and Martin, or was it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't even, I don't remember which day it came on, but I remember, like, I was planted in front of the TV and like Martin, I, I don't know. I don't remember who came on first, but right, right, those, was, those were the two family shows. <laughs> we was all watching it together. Yes, yes. And I remember my parents, I was always so enthralled with living single and me being mm. so young. It was just like, why is she connecting so hard with this? Like these grown <laughs> women, like she shouldn't really, this, these things should not be funny to her yet, but they were because you know, I was mature. And, you know, I don't know if that's just like a black family thing because I was a little younger, but I remember days, whichever day it came on, I don't remember that, but having all the cousins, all the aunties and uncles, the grandparents sitting up watching Martin and living single, like Mm -hmm. religiously. So I don't know if that's what that was, but yeah, I had those fond memories as well. Yeah, yeah. Living single. Take me back. I'm getting old, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we dive into this amazing episode, let me know and let the listeners know 
out of all six cast members, the core cast, uh, Overton and um, uh, Kyle included, which cast member is most like you or you're most like, or do you you feel like you share some type of kindredness with? Um, I'm probably like a blend of Khadija and Max. Oh, um, okay. my, my friends would probably say I'm <laughs> more like Max. Um, <laughs> I don't think I'm as aggressive as she is, um, as her character is, but uh, you know, I'm not like I'm, I'm funny and mm-hmm. I'm, like witty and you know, I don't mind like calling people out on this shit. You yeah. know? <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, she could, she could take, you know, she could take a, she could take a, a punch and she can, you know, she could give as good as she got. So good, that good. was, that's me in the crew. I'm Max. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. Okay, the max of the group. That's cool. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, my last guest, I think he was like, you yeah, know, I'm, um, I think he said he was the child of Max and Kyle. I said, okay. And I know him, so I can see that a little bit, but we got a Max <laughs> on the show, y'all. Yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So this episode, Whose Date Is It Anyway? This aired on September 5th of 1993. So, Lord. Think about where you were then, uh, audience. <laughs> oh, man. Awkward teenage years for me. <laughs> God, I'm trying to think. Let me see. I, look, I'm not even going down that rabbit hole. No, not today. <laughs> I'm not prepared. <laughs> oh, God. So this this was a good episode. So the synopsis is the girl set Sinclair up on a date, but show up and pestered her and ensure that she's taking their dating advice. Um any initial thoughts on like the, the episode as a whole? Okay, so I gotta preface all my thoughts about the episode. <laughs> Any episode with Sinclair was all my always my least favorite character. Oh jeez, like, why? Why? <laughs> because she was now she got better as the show progressed and mm-hmm. matured. But I just never connected with like <laughs> just her wide eyed just not getting shit like she just like you know (laughs) she was just so it won't even goofy like i'm goofy you Uh know but she was just like i just didn't really get her (laughs) but i i I know i know that there are black women like her i've met them um (laughs) but you know like they they not part of my crew you know (laughs) okay okay you know no shade no shade if y'all listening you know like be who you are but um for this episode you know i i did like the fact that you know this was an episode where it's like clear sister girls coming together yes. like you know mm-hmm. you ain't girl you need to get out there mm-hmm. you know you need to start meeting meeting some people and, mm-hmm. and we get you don't really know how to do this so we're gonna hook you up we're gonna right, help right, you right, out right right um uh what and 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 this is something that happens a lot like this is not really a period situation it's yeah. more like when your friends don't, when your friends have an idea of what works, you know, it's like what works for me is gonna always work. Is gonna work for everybody, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. It was kind of, it was kind of sad that they were just like, "Don't be yourself." Like, yeah, yeah. like we love you, but <laughs> nobody else is gonna love you. <laughs> yeah, that was. It was. Yeah, yeah, that was a bit harsh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but you know, okay. one thing one thing I will give Sinclair the character is especially in this episode, is she was just like, Look, I can't I can't pull that off. You know, mm-hmm. I, I gotta be myself mm-hmm. and you know, it you know, it turns out, you know, her date was really feeling her. So yeah. um yeah. 
Yeah, I, I initially like I really just loved to like you know we gonna all gather we gonna all gather around Sinclair and just make sure she finds somebody to have a good time with. That was right. cool. You know, and speaking of that, I enjoyed. Hmm, let me see. As far as it being the time period, there is no Tinder. There's no black yeah. people meet. So that they had to come together in this way. Where I think Regine said, I, I know a great something, somebody, but it wasn't like it was one of her dates. It was just, I know this great guy for you. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder if people do that now. Is that still how, because with technology, you can just meet a guy by swiping left. Is that what people do now? Is, is it still practiced? <laughs> I mean, you know, because I'm 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 a little older. Um, <laughs> I can say like being on both ends of those spectrums. Like mm-hmm. I've t- I've tried the whole online dating situation, mm-hmm. and it's it's horrible. For like you know, I'm 40 <laughs> and I hate it. You know, okay. so I was just like I've I tried it. I'm not gonna do that shit no more. <laughs> um, but I have friends who have male friends mm-hmm. but for some reason like my friends for some reason feel like i have a type oh, okay. so they're which i really don't it's uh-huh. pretty much like what i'm feeling in the moment right right you know? right okay I feel um that. but to to them i think they think that i have a specific type and mm. so they're not really they're reluctant to like introduce me to people oh, okay okay but i'm always <laughs> like is he cute because if you think he's cute he probably cute to me like just you know like Right, have right, to right. me across the room or something. So right, right, right. I, I think, I think when you have a pretty wide network, um, mm-hmm. it's easy to do that. Um, but you know, some, a person like me, my my friend group is really small, okay. so they're they're all very particular about. We got to be careful who we mm-hmm. introduce to her. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, <laughs> we want if we, we if we gonna do it, we gonna get it right. Right, know? right, right, right. So this was, I think, you know, we were talking earlier about the fact that there's no you know, social media to help out with that. Mm-hmm. I think back then, like, you just, that's how you met people, yeah. you know, through through your friends. And mm-hmm. now it might be practice, but I think we're just, I think we're out of practice. I think okay. that's a, a good, we're just out of practice mm-hmm. and we're not, we're not used to doing it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll agree. I'll say I agree because even with making friends, I've made friends on Twitter and Instagram and like kind of sort of a pen pal situation, but I can say that that, that seems about right. Like that's, it, that's, that's the one, the one thing I love about this show having been so long ago and that's something I grew up with is seeing the differences in technology, in clothing, in dating, clearly. And I, like some stuff stands the test of time. Um, I guess depending on what type of hipsters arena you're in, yeah, Max's yeah. hairstyle is iconic to me. I yeah. personally would love to see it even today, but I don't know yeah. if other people would love seeing that braided bob. Like that's just it looks good to me. Yo, <laughs> when when I saw when I saw Max and okay, so I was in high school. The whole natural thing wasn't like really big mm-hmm. yet. And when I saw her hair in the show, I didn't know what that was. I knew it wasn't braids because Sinclair had the micro braids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was like, "What is? What's that? What is that in mm-hmm. her hair?" And you know that we didn't really have the internet back then, so it was just like through interviews, I guess you learned that it was mm-hmm. yarn. Oh yeah, and I was okay. like, "Who the fuck was yarn in their hair? Like mm-hmm. that was just unheard of." Yeah. I'm like, but it is so cool, you know. <laughs> And so, 
you know, I've had over the years, like I've had a lot of different natural hairstyles. Mm -hmm. And I think when I first got, I've had locks twice. And I think like in my head that she was, she was in my head when I first started (laughs) locking my hair. Cause I was like, yeah, she was, she wore that like, she, she was proud for me as an icon, the fact that she was a lawyer Mm -hmm. and she had dreads Mm -hmm. and she wore suits all the time. It was like. She was probably the mo- the character that kind of normalized or began to normalize natural hair in mm-hmm. the corporate workplace. Right, right, right. Because right. it was like secondary. You ain't even, her personality was so big. Her style yeah. was so fly. Her mm-hmm. hair was just like secondary. You know, yes. it was just like, mm-hmm. oh shit. And she got dreads, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, everything about her was just like, she did that. You did. Know? Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's accurate, especially when and not to I'm not bringing up this comparison to crap on another show. But in Girlfriends, you have kind of the same situation or dynamic, a similar dynamic. And you didn't get that. And yeah. again, nothing against Tracy Ellis Ross, because I mean, you know, that she looks she is what she is. But you didn't get a lot of that same max aesthetic in that show and in that corporate environment i'm sure there are other shows none comes to mind right now but yeah that max was her and kyle for me being a child seeing them on screen though they were bickering and whatever else i always and it may be because i'm biased because of my darker skin but i was always drawn to them those two those were my go to whatever and then once the relationship blossomed later on it still was like it made sense to me out of everything right. in that show that made sense yeah God. yeah plus the fact like i think kyle for me did to your point like those two characters always stood out to me because in high school i was <laughs> awkward okay. like i was i was smart um i was little bit weird i mean mm-hmm. you know i went to an all-black high school okay, okay and so you know everybody was rocking jordans you mm-hmm. know like that won't me like that okay okay, <laughs> you know, okay i was an artist but you know i you know i was i was a painter i was a writer i was mm-hmm. in a marching band you know all black high school same, you was in a marching band you was, you was cool you know <laughs> but i mean you know i just wasn't one of the cool kids and but i always appreciated people who knew how to use words really well. Yeah. And so what I loved about Max and Kyle oh, was yeah. just, even with their bickering, they were smart, you know, like they just had really clever banter. Yes. And, yes. you know, some of the, some of the looks, you know, some of the um, insults they hurled at each other was, was harsh, but it was like, mm-hmm. everybody wouldn't get it, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you know, you couldn't have that kind of banner with somebody who was a complete idiot, you know, right, cause like right. they wouldn't get it. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, no, I feel you. <laughs> yeah, but it was like, but it was really, you know, li- living single did a whole lot and it, it really elevated intel- intellect, yes, you know, yes. even when you was doing the dozens with your friends, mm-hmm. it still, it still stepped up like regular dozens. Like these yeah. were smart people, entrepreneurs, you know, they was they was tearing down stereotypical walls mm-hmm. and some of them, they kept up, you know, yeah. Khadija was still a homegirl, mm-hmm, you know, but mm-hmm. she was running her own business. So, you know, I think they did a really good job to just kind of elevate out of what we typically thought was a black professional. You absolutely. Know? Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And as well said, because I again, as a kid, I watch shows and to your point, 
I grew up, I was a latchkey kid for some, some time throughout my adolescence, and I would watch Living Single, but I would also watch Friends. And I love that mm-hmm. show, and I love it yeah. based off of, it was a good show for me, but it's nostalgic for me because I grew up watching it. But I can see the clear differences between Friends and Living Single. I yeah. like them both, but I can clearly see. And it's kind of when you get to that realization as a kid, like, I, I'm into comic books, so I read comic books. I see a lot of white people on screen. I see Superman, Batman, yeah. Wonder Woman, they white. So when Black Lightning show up, it's like, oh, shit. Okay, that's cool. This is good. Same thing. Friends was a mm-hmm. good show. I, Friends, Seinfeld, Mad About You, Dharma and Greg. But then you get mm-hmm. Living Single. You get Martin and Living Co- like yeah. I'm. So it's it's a way. It's I won't, I won't, I won't put it on these shows, but I really feel like that duality of stuff like friends and living single helped me with like i guess code switching or even yeah, being able yeah. to read a bit better read people mm-hmm. and so <laughs> living single yeah. is a great show <laughs> i would say like all of the shows you mentioned including living single is mm-hmm. that the writing was so the the, the writing was so so great in that mm-hmm. so i'll use i'll use friends for example okay so like i watch friends I watch Friends religiously. Like yes. even now, like I will rewatch all of the episodes. Will same. You know, friend, you know, Friends, Seinfeld, all the ones you name. Mm-hmm. And the what was great about those shows is that even though the cast were all white, mm-hmm. it really didn't matter. You could have put anybody in those roles, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. anybody would have connected to it. Mm-hmm. I, and living single to me did the same things because a lot of the um all of the situations that the characters was in like everybody's everybody's dealt with that yeah but you know i think living single was special as a black show in that they they purposely took a lot of those situations that you saw in these predominantly white shows Mm -hmm. and showed you those through a black um through the perspective of black people it was it was on purpose the Mm -hmm. language that they used to, to talk to one another, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the way that the women spoke, the way that Kyle and um, and Overton spoke to one yep. another, you know, the whole watchdog by wow. Yes, white yes. people don't do that, you At know, <laughs> but if white if white people watch this show, which I'm sure they did, white people who really enjoy living single, they got it. You know, mm-hmm, it was like, oh, mm-hmm. that's cool. I'm gonna do that with my friends right, too. Right, you know? right, right. But for us, it's like it's embedded. Like we we immediately connected with it. it. wasn't trendy with us. This was stuff that we did anyway. Right, you know? right, right. So I think it's it's living single connects with a lot of different de- racial demographics mm-hmm. strictly because the stories were so well told mm-hmm. and it, and it was just funny. Yeah. But I think for the black community, we loved it because we knew that they were talking to us. Mm-hmm. on purpose yeah. yes yes and that that's the thing right there to feel included from this 22 minute show every mm-hmm. thursday or sunday or whenever the hell it came out right right, right. included <laughs> and not even just from the dialogue just visually you could watch this show on mute and would still it's like i like the and i mentioned this before but the women the body types were very different even with the men, Overton is this tall, light-skinned guy. Kyle is shorter. A, I say a little stocky, not really, but a shorter, dark-skinned guy. Natural hair, Khadija full-figured for the mm-hmm. time, I guess. Regine is short and this petite yellow girl. Like, it's just... Yeah. And, it, and their confidence levels. Yes. Like, nobody... And I think that's another thing that was interesting about this show because also as a young person 
in high school at the time. I was always just really insecure about mm-hmm. how I look. Mm-hmm. And then you see all of these women on Living Single, they all look different. They're mm-hmm. all built different. And they were all very confident in what they came to the table mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, damn, like, where does that come from? You know? Right, right. And I think in my, like, just growing up, you know, as a woman, not even as a black woman, but mm-hmm. as a as a girl, some somewhere in our in our makeup, we're mm-hmm. just always like, I don't know, like you look, we look in the mirror, and it's just like, I don't know about myself, I don't mm-hmm. know about my hair, I don't know about my my breasts, so I don't know, you know, I, mm-hmm. you know, we're just always questioning what's attractive about ourselves. But then mm-hmm. you look at a show like Living Single, and you know, you, anybody can find any young girl could see herself in mm-hmm. any of these female characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, again, like, harkening back to Matt, I'm pointing to the TV because, like, I got it on right now. So. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, but, like, you know, a Max is was always... Max and Khadija in particular, because Khadija was kind of the heavier set, char- you know, female character yeah. on the show. Mm-hmm. She carried it so well, Very. you know. You know, and Max... Even though she's really aggressive, she never apologized for it. Ever, she was just yeah. like, "Yo, this is me, and if this is, you know, if this is something that doesn't isn't attractive for you, you can keep on stepping because somebody like you." Right, you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those, those, those themes, those character themes, are just timeless for me. So I, I was really excited when they brought Living Single on the Hulu. Same, same, <laughs> and I. Like, even in this episode, this, because I've seen this so many times before, a friend is going on a date, and it, they don't even have to be insecure or shy or like Sinclair, but just a friend or somebody's going on a date, and then everybody ends up spying at the Like, that whole, yeah. that was yeah. so 90s. Yeah. Like, and yeah. I, yeah, it is. It's very, <laughs> it, it, it's very, it kind of reminds me of, um, like a kind of Lucy and Ethel kind of thing. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, yeah. You know? And like the investment, the whole girl, you know, how the girls get together. Like we, we want to make sure this goes well. <laughs> Everybody was invested in her date. You yes, know? yes, yes, very much. Just, yeah. And that's totally something like when I got to college. That's like that's something we would do. You yeah, know, absolutely. it's like oh she. She met a dude, she met a new dude. She was mm-hmm. kind of nervous about it. Come on, let's you know they yeah. they meeting over here at the bowl. We gonna like just kind of walk behind and make sure everything is right, okay. Right, right, you know? right. Yeah. So, yeah, I could, I totally connected with the whole storyline. Yes, yes, I was there for it. Even being a male, uh, and that's just the beauty of this show. And I'm and again, we're talking about living single. I'm sure there's other shows out there that do this, but being a male and seeing that. Although I don't have the same lived in experience, I was invested as well. You know, I have a younger sister. And when we were in high school and dating, even if I was going to say, oh, I'm going to go meet so-and-so at the bowling alley, like you said, it would still be, okay, well, what kind of car they drive? And, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, how long are you going to be there? And, you know, send me the phone number. You know, it was always that level of care that I don't know if, I didn't think about it or if it was just happening at the same time. But looking back on this show, it put my mind into all those situations that we went through when we were kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and it, it's not even a threat of danger. It's just the sense that you going to be with somebody that, you know, let's, yeah, let's be on the same page here, you know? So. Right. Right. Yeah. This was like, like nobody 
okay, so we were talking about technology earlier, well, yeah. social media earlier, but see, nobody had like a cell phone, mm-hmm, at least mm-hmm. not in this first season. Right. So if it was a situation where Sinclair kind of needed a rescue, yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't like she could just kind of like text anybody and be mm-hmm. like, okay, I, I think I said something stupid. Yeah. Like, how should I recover from yeah. this? Mm-hmm. Or he being a real jackass, like, yeah. you know, somebody just come call me with an emergency. <laughs> like, that wasn't a thing back then. Right, right. So it was like, you know, even though as a television show, well, as a as an episode, you know, someone that's someone that's not familiar with the time would be mm-hmm. like, why would they do something so crazy? Yeah, but the fact yeah. is, that's the only way you can do it. You know? <laughs> right, 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 right. Or, uh, yeah, yeah. Like, um, um, and then you said about not being able to text, and then their texting, quote unquote, was regime writing on that napkin saying, "Will you right. send this?" To uh to that lady at the table over there, and it's like okay, I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yes, this, oh my god, this, yeah, yeah. So all, uh, all those things are just like so classic, and you you just people just don't do that kind of stuff no more. Like right, I've right. done it as an adult, and you know, like you know, somebody just be like, this is so corny. I'm just like, no, it's not corny. Right. It's classic. You know? <laughs> Show is, damn it. No. <laughs> yeah, that's, I don't know. I, um, I'm very much one of those people who are, um, nostalgia is a big thing for me. Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff from my childhood, even now, even the comic books I read, it's like, oh, I read this when I was a kid. Let me see what they're doing now. So, for this to come to Hulu was like right on time for me and then for me to get into all these situations where or watch them in all these situations where I'm watching it and because I'm so conditioned to be a binge watcher or to you know watch things in chunks I'm in this episode and once it gets to that act three and it's about the end I'm like shit where's the rest it's it's only 22 (laughs) 22 minutes but I'm still sucked in well, I need to know more. What's going on? Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah. They really did a good job. They really did a good job of, and I think this is like, this is something you don't really see a lot in, in movies or television shows now, mm-hmm. is that they did a really good job at telling the, sh- uh, the story in a short amount of time. Yeah, yeah. You know, they made so. you want to tune in every mm-hmm, week, you mm-hmm. know, so, I mean, they, they're just really, their whole production was just, really really talented and you know as a young person i didn't appreciate that back right then, right know? right um and then in the 90s i think this was the 90s was an era where we had a lot of mm-hmm. uh a lot of black shows you know yeah. so we were just kind of we were spoiled you know was, yeah. so like now you know we got so much reality tv and i think to your point like this being so timely this is the perfect time i mean it's like thank god you know i you know, no more love in hip hop, no more <laughs> real housewives. You know, I'll I'll watch some of those shows every yeah. now and then, you know, if I catch it. Yeah. But when Living Single came out, I was like, Yes, yes. <laughs> this was real T V, this yes, was entertaining yes. T V. It it was good spirited, you know, uh, it, there were the 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 topics were serious, but mm-hmm they were all done in just like really good spirit. So I was just like, yeah, we need, we need more of this. And I'm glad this is on Hulu. So a, the younger generation could start to appreciate. Yes, Lord. Cause my nieces and nephews will be watching uh, with their parents. <laughs> like, no, now, uh, <laughs> the, I guess the big elephant in the room, this is my theory. My theory is that a lot of 90s shows exist in the same universe. 
Marvel got its extended universe. DC got their own. I feel as if Living Single and Martin, though they're in Detroit and in New York, I feel like they both existed in the same universe. I don't care that Sinclair's date was technic was actually Tommy, but playing a different character. I feel like they were in the same universe. Um, yeah. What up, sister, sister? Which um, they were in Detroit, then went to college in Ann Arbor. Um, I feel like they exist now. What do you? What do that, you think? I, I never thought about it like that, but I never thought of. I never thought about these shows in the, in that way. But uh-huh. other shows that I really connected with, like anything by John Hughes, mm-hmm. you know, all of the like the Pretty in Pink and. Mm-hmm. Um, the Breakfast Club, yeah, like, yeah. Um, and uh, St. Elmo's Fire, like all of those shows, always kind of felt like all of these, all of these shows, all of these situations were happening in different parts of the different parts of the country, but kind of yeah. at the same time. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so now that you mention it, I'm like, yeah, that's probably <laughs> that's probably for real. Like that's yeah. true. I'm, I would have to fully agree with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would even go so far just cuz they have such a um such a heavy uh visual of HBCUs. I would yeah. even say that a different world is like in that same <laughs> timeline. <But, line. laughs> let's take a quick moment to shout go out ahead. a different world. Go ahead. You know, all about living single tonight, but real quick, I just want to say I went to college. Okay. Because I thought college was going to be a different world. <laughs> sure. Okay. Now, I mean, it it was literally a different world for me because, uh-huh. you know, I, I was, I won't say I was sheltered, but, you know, my parents kind of kept a tight rein on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when I graduated high school, I mean, I, I wasn't exactly who I, I didn't know who I wanted to be. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I was like, you know what? But it's a different world in college. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. go to college. I'm going to go to a black college. Yes. Cause I'm going to meet Dwayne Wayne. <laughs> be friends. I'm going to be friends with Denise and Jaleesa. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when Denise left, it was like, I'm going to be friends with, you know, who I can't remember, um, Whitley, mm-hmm. you know, even though she was annoying <laughs> as hell. Yeah, you know, so I was like, you what I got from a different world is that you find yourself when mm-hmm. you when you are a young black person coming out of high school, mm-hmm. black you went to a black college and you found you figured out who yes, you were there. So absolutely. yeah, shout out shout out to a different world, <laughs> Debbie Allen, yes. Bill Cosby, yes. you know, like I just wanna say thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> where did where did you go to school? I went to A and T. Okay, okay. Well, I went to Clark, but you know, no. I mean, you know, HBCU pride. Hey, you know. hey, that is what's up. Okay, okay. Um, and then, well, okay. What are your thoughts on like the paraphernalia? All the HBCU paraphernalia, like running rampant in the whole series. Like, oh yeah, like so. Khadijah will always. She will always wear. Um, Howard. She would always wear Howard, mm-hmm. and but she would wear it was it was another sweatshirt that I would see her wear, but and it had like kente cloth. But I yeah, the remember. um, it's not NAAC. Is the NAAC? It's what is, I know what you're talking about. I can't even. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking I about. I can't. I can't remember what was on, but it was it was a lot of college college representation. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of black pride stuff. Mm-hmm. I think there was an episode where um they did it was like a throwback episode, like when when all of them first came together, like when they first met, uh-huh. and it was like a throwback to like Queen Latifah because she had yeah. on like the big yes. you know the big yes. hat. 
Uh, and she was like black and black, you know? Yes, yes, yes. Like that house party um, queen Latifah. Yeah. And, you know, and then, but this is like before Kyle had dreads and I think he had like an S curl, like this big kind of <laughs> Afro S curl thing. Um, but yeah, like I think those references on the show and it, it's some of them, like even in the, even in um, the current episode, mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these were just, like just really subtle. You yes. Know? It was just like, I'm going to just, these were just things that they planted in the series to just like if you didn't know this was a show for yeah. black people about black people mm-hmm. then we gonna subliminally hit you with it. this show is black yes. as fuck you yes know? <laughs> absolutely absolutely and that, I, I loved it and I love that a lot of the things like a lot of shit we've talked about this episode and just in general was just part of the conversation mm-hmm. um, it wasn't like oh Khadija got this um, this magazine because we're going to do an episode about how she went to college and she went out against the odds and this and that. And then it's never a, we make fun of Regine from being from the hood because she's so bougie, not because, right. oh, you just downtrodden welfare queen and now you made yourself out. Like, it's very much a regular ass thing that happens and this is the yeah. shit we talk about. Right, like, right. Oh it's oh. really like, so if I was, if I was a place myself, so if I was to be like, you know, just place myself in the shoes of like a white woman, Right. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and my black friend set me down and was like, you have got to see this show. It's hella funny. It's called Living Single. Mm-hmm. I would as a as a white woman, I would feel like I was peeping in somebody's window. Yes. Like yep, the yep. conversations that these people have together. It's it's like these are things these these were conversations and these are interactions that black people have mm-hmm. when nobody's watching. Right, you know? right, right. And I think like now you know, maybe not so much now, I won't say, but I do think there's this, um, I think there's this concept of, like, like the, the code switching. I mm-hmm. think there's this, um, I think people don't often get to see, mm-hmm. we don't often get to see what, well, others don't always get to see what it right. is, that, what black people do, what black culture mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. when, you know, because we, we are really black around one another. Very much and, so. And so one thing I can say is it's like with Black Lives Matter um, and with all of the consciousness, you know, that's coming out about what it means to be a black person in the United States. I think that's changing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even for myself, I work in corporate America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've always had natural hair in corporate America. I remember mm-hmm. the first time I cut my perm out, my mom was like, nobody's going to hire you looking oh, like that. You know, okay. <laughs> and, hey, you know, when I. When I grew my hair out and I had a big afro, it was like, nobody's going to hire you looking like that. When I got dreads, it was like this. Every time I changed up my natural hair, she gave me the same look. And so, you know, and I, I wasn't doing it to make a statement, but right. it was just more like, this is who I am. So why mm-hmm. should I pretend to be somebody else? Like, if they're right. going to hire me, they're going to hire me as myself. Yes, you know? yes, yes. But I think now we're like in this time where, you know what, forget about being... Forget about being all the way black just amongst our people. We gonna be all the way black in yes. front of everybody. Okay, yeah, so, yeah. Like, and and my from my perspective, I've always kind of believed that as a as a culture, as a people, we're not really looking for acceptance. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're basically looking for you to get the fuck out of the way so we can just always be who we are. Because right, who we right. are is who we are is great. Who we mm-hmm. are is who you are is great. So why can't we just be who we right. are and that be great too? Right, right, right. Um, so I, I love the 
unapologetically black t-shirts and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. statements that I see because like you know we don't have to apologize for just being who we are mm-hmm. you know what we are loud as fuck yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> and why the fuck not shit yeah, yeah. you know like, <laughs> you know we we I, I was I was out with a friend of mine um the other night we were we were on um kind of I won't say a white side of town, but I would say we're on like the um, uh, we we were on like the side of town where the like the hipsters hang out. Okay, you know? okay, yeah. You know, lots of like trendy white people, right? Yeah. And <laughs> you know, danger. we we were like having this conversation, and it was we were in in this spot having a bite to eat, having some drinks, and like a lot of white people came in, you mm-hmm. know, and they were loud. Is this area is like full of breweries and everything? Oh, okay, and okay. I made this statement. I was like, you know what? Just the two, we were the only two black people in there. I was like, mm. if we got loud, we would shut this place down. Would. Like, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Because you know how they are. Yes. Yeah, you know. And I was like, we need to just start. Like, if we want to get loud too, we need to just get loud. You mm-hmm. know. And like, mm-hmm. people need to get used to the fact that, you know, any every everybody can just let loose and it's okay. Yes, you know? yes. And absolutely. I think like having shows like living living single on Hulu and just kind of reminding reminding like the generation that this is this is where we come from. This mm-hmm. is this is what we this there was an era where black love and black friendship mm-hmm. and black relationships was really celebrated on television right, and right. we looked great doing it. And this is reality. Like this yes. this shit ain't fake. You know, yes, yes. You go ahead and do, you go ahead and live your life and do that to the utmost. You yes. know, because yeah, that, there was a time where television really was like, yeah, let's let's show this. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a good look. You know, yeah, and I don't know what changed, but because now and you know, love is love. That's fine, fist in the air. But a lot of times we can't get two black folks in the same room together, let alone kiss. And then yeah. you know, I don't care, mm-hmm. gay straight, other otherwise, that's fine. But it's, you always got a Becky or a Todd somewhere nearby. Like we, that's, but I digress. Uh, <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. I follow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now yeah. with this episode, the day, oh, this is one thing I know. And I don't know. See, I watched it on Hulu and the, I don't know if it's because they're using like original footage or because the screen was wider when Tommy, because I'm going to just call him Tommy, when Tommy from Martin got that, <laughs> got that call to get up and go to the veterinary clinic or whatever to leave Sinclair there, I clearly saw Overton in the shot, but I don't think he was supposed to be in the shot. He was like yeah. standing off in the back, like waiting for his line. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if you noticed that, but I was like, what? why is he standing? So I don't know if that was intentional or not, or... I, I, I missed that, but... I could kind of see that happen. I I could see where that was possible because the the part of the episode where Sinclair like confronts the ladies and like y'all need to leave mm-hmm. and like everybody starts to dip out. I think Max heads out the way that she was supposed to. Yeah. But Regine and Khadija they head out and they almost like bump into yeah. the the veterinarian. Yeah. And yeah. it was and then you see them. <laughs> Like once he comes back to the table, you still see Khadija and Regine like <laughs> headed out the restaurant, and yeah. I'm like, I don't, and I, you know, the the last time I watched the episode, I was like, you know what, I don't think they were supposed to go out that way. Yeah, like I think no. all of them was supposed to go out the same way, 
it was just yeah. weird. Like they still in the shot. You know? Right, right, right. You still here, so, fool? Yeah. No. Yeah. You probably, but you, yeah, you probably right. I mean, this being the third episode, they probably still had like some, you know, some yeah. kinks to work out in terms yeah. of like their camera angles and mm-hmm, stuff. Mm-hmm. But so I'm gonna rewatch it again to see if I see if yeah. I catch him kind of like, yeah, I'm on yet. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it may be, and it probably what I saw. I don't think it's now that you say that. I don't think it was maybe an accident like like they what am i trying to say i feel like because this show when it aired would have aired once and then that would have been it i think they probably if you didn't catch it you just didn't catch it way back then so yeah okay okay yeah then you know what that's i think that's the benefit of the times is like not having dvr (laughs) right Um, right you know, like you can get away with a lot of this stuff <laughs> because won't nobody rewatching the show going, ooh, they fucked up that angle, right? Right, 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 right. Oh man, okay, that's yeah. Cause I, was like, oh, this, I don't think I'm supposed to see him right now, but because I <laughs> honestly, I didn't even know that he called to get the dude out of there. That's why I, when I saw him in the shop before the reveal, I was like, oh, what the fuck he doing here? But yeah, okay, okay. Um, shit. Okay, so with this episode. Who is your favorite of this episode? Episode three, whose date is it anyway? Favorite, <laughs> my favorite in this episode. Okay. Um, and this okay, so this gonna sound this gonna sound funny considering the way I started out the conversation. Okay. But Sinclair okay. Sinclair was my favorite character in this episode because every time I think about it, you know, like when they're in the kitchen mm-hmm. and they're just like this, you know, they're showing her how to like walk and yeah. attract a man. So when she tried to do the max walk and she looked like a camel, I was just like, this. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She was. She was just like that. That scene right there just kind of yes. set it off for me. And I was like, this girl is stupid. This shit. This. Uh, I'm amused and I can walk and I have, and I have bees. bees. That yeah. shit. I was like, okay, that needs to be on the shirt. God damn it. You know what? It does. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I, I got a friend that does t-shirts. I'm going to see if he can make me one. <laughs> good deal. <laughs> good good deal. Man. Um, oh, the, one of the most important questions. Regine Wiggs. What is your favorite Regine Wiggs? Oh, my God. Okay. So, <laughs> so my, my favorite, my favorite all-time Regine Wig. Um, okay. I don't know if you remember this episode, but <laughs> it's the one where... It's the one where they go, um, they go to the club, mm-hmm. and she like, you know, I got, I got my ponytail <gasps> yes. on for the wit action. You know? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm ready. I got my ponytail on with action. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I remember that. She has so many wigs, oh and <laughs> but even still, like, even with her wigs, that was still like a. I, um, a clear mm-hmm. like this is a black thing because yes. black women is of course we we love to change up hair like mm-hmm. you just never know which <laughs> hair personality you gonna get <laughs> and you know I, I remember you know for myself um, you know I have my hair is cut short but you know it's a shrinkage so there's yeah, lots yeah. of hair you know mm-hmm. <laughs> when mm-hmm. you blow it out yes. <laughs> so I would go to work you know and sometimes you know I just wash and go so it would be kind of shrunk and curly and other times I blow it out and it'd be real big. Mm-hmm. And other times, you know, I plaid it and pull, you know, and I just have all these different looks. Mm-hmm. And this Indian man used to work with me and he would just be like, what do you do? <laughs> like, how is this possible? You know? Right, right. <laughs> 
And, um, you know, I did used to work with a lady who always wore uh, weaves, like mm-hmm. either weaves or wigs. Mm-hmm. And it was not a secret that this wasn't her real hair. Yeah. Like she was really like a regime throwback. To me. <laughs> every like every two days, she was a different hair personality. Okay. And I'm like, you know, and they'll never want to talk about white women wearing Look, hair pieces and stuff. Like, yeah. They do that hard, but it, for them, it's always like a secret, you know, yeah. like they don't want nobody to know they have extra hair, you know. Mm-hmm. For us, it's like, nah, this ain't my hair, but I bought it. <laughs> right, you know? I bought it, goddammit. <laughs> Got a receipt, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm, I'm, I'm giving you Cleopatra today. I'm giving you <laughs> Angela Davis today. Like, you know, Tell so, Okay. And I, you know, brothers, if you listening to the podcast, make sure you marry black women because all she got to do is change her hair and she'll give you a new lover. Every listen, week. listen. You, know what I'm <laughs> you want a blonde, you can get a blonde that week. Yes. Fine, yep. you know? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Okay, okay. Uh, what um, what is your favorite scene out of this episode or moment or? Um. Let me. I, I guess one of my fra- my favorite scene is probably when uh, Overton um, when uh, when Overton is in the back of the restaurant. And he's like, "Thanks for the phone, man." <laughs> and, and you know them two bills I promised you. And and the, the major deal is like two whole dollars. <laughs> <laughs> right, that nigga, and he was consistently. I don't want to say cheap, but he was. He was- <laughs> He yeah, was, <laughs> he was hella deep. Oh my was, god! It was just—I think that scene was just like hella hilarious for me because you know, like he just thought he was really doing something. Did. He was cheesing so hard, like he was like, "Here, here go your two bills, bro." You know, <laughs> got you two dollars right here. So, cast members, based off this episode alone, the Sinclair date, which two roommates would you? Living a brownstone with off of this episode alone. Um, <sighs> I I think based with my personality, it would be Khadija and um, Khadija and Sinclair. Even okay. though Sinclair is like my least favorite roommate, <laughs> I think I could tolerate her more than I could tolerate Regine on yeah. a daily basis. Yeah. And she's a bit much for me. <laughs> Love her, but she's every day she's a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could that that whole the way she talks down to them, but then nobody takes her too seriously because they're yeah. all friends. But I'm like, oh girl, shut the hell up now. I know, like please, please take that over there. Oh like, god. <laughs> that, yeah, that shit. I um I don't know. Based off this, I think I would have to go with I don't know, Kyle and Max. That's just like just yeah. I'll probably be the odd man out though. Yeah, you yeah, because like them two together, like even even before they you know did the Kyle and Max romance, Mm -hmm. like whenever those two were in the room together, everybody else was like blurred out. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. (laughs) All of all of the energy was just around those two. Yes, yes. at least you. At least if you live with them too, you kind of would probably feel like you was living alone because they, 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 would probably, they right. probably would never talk to you. These fools, yeah, talking to each other. Forget I'm even there. Hell. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Okay. Um. Well, 
This has been Not Quite Living Single, a carefree black nerd review show. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Google Play. Download past episodes and subscribe to future episodes of Not Quite Living Single by visiting carefreeblacknerd.com. <laughs> <laughs>